Benar dia ada. Hi everyone, welcome to WYP. I've got the legend Ikra with me. Um, we're gonna talk to you about her projects, about what she's done. Um, follow our socials at wyp.association on Twitter, at wyp underscore association on Instagram. Um, Ikra, first of all, before we get started on on you know the team yourself, talk to us about yourself, about what you've done. And what you're doing at the moment? Yeah, hi guys, that's me. Um, pleasure to be on. I'm saying that. thank you for inviting me on. Type thing. I am 20 years old. I am a student, technically. Oh, it doesn't seem like it, but I'm a student. Um, <laughs> I run a football club called uh, Hilltop Women's Football Club. I'm the current director of women's football at that club. Um, yeah, it, it obviously previously was called No Women's Football Club. It started about a year and a half ago. Uh, so when I was about 19, June 2019, um, and the club was basically aimed at um, engaging BAME women in football in a safe, comfortable, female-only environment. Um, yeah, that's, that's the gist of it, really. Okay, so you mentioned you've done, you've uh, sort of found a team that aims to, you know, attract as many BAME uh, females into, into, into football. How did you find that? When you were so you came up, okay, you came up with the idea. Tell me about the idea. Tell me about what sort of got you to get up and do it. Tell me about your initiative to go and do it. So Tell when I was young, start, yeah. um, you know, having joined my first club, and to be fair, every club I joined after that, I didn't really see anybody else, you know, on the pitch, off the pitch that looked a lot like myself. I didn't see anybody else involved in football that was, you know from the BAME community and if they were then it wasn't you know someone that was maybe visibly Muslim I didn't really see a lot of other people essentially that that was were a mirror of myself so I remember when I was younger um and I had a trial for for a club I probably should mention their name but I had a trial for a club um you know with a couple of my friends and I remember that you know we felt a bit hard done by at the end of it basically we didn't get into the club um you know and some people that we felt like maybe didn't have as, as great of an ability in comparison to us did or whatever essentially happened and we sat down afterwards and said, you know what we're gonna one day we're gonna start up something that gives people like us the opportunity to to play and we're gonna make sure that you know that everybody gets the opportunity to to play football in an environment where they feel comfortable and basically can go on to, to you know become elite footballers or whatever they want to do even if they just want to play for recreation but I remember we said it and we were like yeah yeah when we're like in our 30s and we've been working for a while we've saved up we'll, we'll just do it then and then I remember uh, fast forward to February 2019, there was a charity football tournament that I hosted um, alongside a few of my friends. And we did the tournament and there was like a good, I think four or five teams that came through. Um, you know, there was a great turnout. People came to watch and that kind of stuff. So I remember looking at this afterwards and I was speaking to, you know, my cousin about it, who I ended up starting the club with later on. And I think it, it was something essentially along the lines of there's actually no better time than now to start something because, mm. you know, in the back of my head, it was like, I'm thinking about doing this and I'm thinking about, you know, engaging these women, but really and truly, how do I even know that anybody even wants this? <laughs> this might even just be in my head. And then yeah. that turnout showed me like, you know, there, there is an interest there. So I need to, I need to make sure I do something with it. And we did something. <laughs> nah, it's, it's inspiring for me. Um, because this, this like, uh, like page, this association I'm doing, it's, is because of people like you. I see people like you that well, they just get up and do take the initiative and go do their do their thing and actually 
you know what they say to themselves no I, I can't I'm not gonna sit around and and wait or until I have you know like if it, till I'm older until I'm doing this I'll, I'll just get, get up and do it now and it's 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 amazing to see because there's more and more people that are actually taking the initiative of actually just speaking up and saying yo like I don't want to. I don't want to just sit around and and I've got an idea in my head. I want bet. I want to better the people around me. I want to better my community. But you just don't sit on it. You just go do it. So that's that's inspiring to see. Tell me about because obviously I know. You know, I'm sure you know about how. Did you when you went and asked your parents, or did you tell your parents? Was it a thing of? Oh no, no, so, or is it? Or were they supportive and were they there to help out? Tell me about, and it's not just your parents. Tell me about if you had mm. friends or just people that thought, nah, that's that's not it. I think for a long time, for me personally, like me and football were the same thing. Yeah. If you if you thought about me, you thought, yeah, yeah it's that girl that plays football. Essentially, yeah. that was that's essentially who I was. That was ninety percent of my identity to most people. So, you know, growing up, it was like. My mom was like, yeah, obviously she'll, she'll play. Eventually she'll get bored. The rest of my siblings, like my older sister played netball and someone else played rounders and basketball yeah. and that stuff. So my mom was just like, yeah, yeah, eventually I'll get bored. It's fine. Yeah, she'll, she'll get bored eventually. It's fine. Just just let her let her keep going or whatever. And I remember there was a day, right? Oh, she never lets me forget this, right? There was a day <laughs> where I think I got like an ankle injury, something. I came home. I think my ankle, must have sprained her ankle or something. I come home and I was like, yeah, mom, like my ankle's messed up today. She said, listen. You know, we spoke about this honestly. Like I thought you said you were gonna stop playing. Yada yada. I said, you know what, Ben man, I was I was <laughs> I was one angry, maybe angry kid, but just I was upset that particular day. I think I didn't have a good football session. So I come home. I said, you know what, mum, I'm gonna keep playing and I'm not gonna stop. I just gonna have to deal with it. You're just gonna have to deal with it. Of course, and then later on, so like, weeks later. Doing doing that or telling you're gonna have to deal with it. That is a mad that's a that's a mad thing because if I was to come and tell my dad, yo, listen, uh, you got to deal with it. She looked quick, at me like... Quick, he would bang me my jaw and he's like, no, you're not doing anything. Nah, I, I know, I know, I know it is. I know how it feels and that's a madness. Right. <laughs> right, this isn't when I did my ankle. I came, I came a couple of weeks later, so I did my ankle. I came home and I was, yeah. I was like, my ankle's hurting. She came to me, So she's, she's treating it, whatever. She's giving me, she's giving me certain ice or whatever. She looked at me, she goes, she wasn't saying that. And I was like, what? She goes, I'm dealing with it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you know what? all right, cool, touche. Like, I couldn't really say anything about it. So, do you know what? Eventually, she kind of got comfortable with the idea that I, I wasn't going to stop. I was a stubborn kid. So, she just made sure that I kind of held on to like my morals and my principles. And, you know, I didn't let mm. things compromise my religion and compromise my beliefs and that kind of stuff. So, as long as I held on to that, she was just like, yeah, you touched <laughs> on something that I'm, I'm trying to, is literally mm. the epitome of what I'm trying to do. Literally, mm. like, because look, we're gonna get deeper now. Because the thing is, with let's say I'm chasing a career, yeah? and one thing that I think a lot of people are doing, like Muslims that are doing in today's world, in in this in Western societies, is okay, cool. I get an opportunity where it's a good opportunity, but. Yeah. I'm going to compromise my deed, my values, my principles in some way. Now, the thing is with, with, with how we are right now is, I think it's getting better. I think people are starting to clock on the fact that, yo, there's, like, we shouldn't be compromising our deed and who we are for, for like Western, like, 
like Western things. Like, so mm. even I'm, I'm looking at their like entertainment industry and all the like the influences and whatnot. And there's some amazing influences, some amazing Muslim guys out there. But one thing that I'm looking from 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 my perspective is, yo, they look like they're compromising themselves a little bit. Mm. They're, they're doing really well. They're doing amazing, and they may inspire people to go out there and influence and do well. But are they actually living up to their principles, living up to their dean? And it's mm. it's something that I want to address through my through the through the association through the page that I'm doing. You yeah. literally just said it now of listen i got up i started a whole team which went against culture it didn't go against my religion it went and just it just went against culture against you know because if you go back home in in iraq or somalia or wherever there's not there's not there's not there's not a female team around you, you can't just go to a local uh, fa and say yo i need a female team nah you can't so that's so ha- have you has there been an incident where yo like something in front of you has has have might have compromised your your beliefs, your principles, your deen. And how did you react to that? If you've come across something like that, I feel like um, it's 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 important that you, it's funny that you brought that up. Actually, to be fair, because earlier today I was looking at I don't know if you, you should have heard of her, um, Halima Aden. She's a Somali model. Yeah, yeah. I saw your story. Yeah, yeah. So, so basically today she um, basically posted that's really long Instagram story of basically how she's made mistakes in her modeling career she said listen I feel like I compromised my hijab I was meant to be the first hijabi model I was meant to be the role model and I compromised it this many times and I made this, this many mistakes and essentially you know this is the wrong that I've done and I don't want anybody else to make the same mistake essentially mm. she said mom give me the advice that I need to correct this publicly so this is what mm. I'm doing and it's amazing I think it's, it's a very difficult thing especially when you're the first to do something there is no mm. one before you. there's no one that sets the, the, the template or the guideline it's you you're the one that has to, that has to make all the mistakes and take all the yeah. heat for the people who follow you to to essentially come back from that so for myself you know being at football clubs where like you know the kit is at shorts and stuff like mm. that and you know having to having to compromise and I know you have to compromise but then wanting you to compromise I remember I told the story a hundred one times but I think when I was like 14 I joined my first club and you know there was a conversation have, uh, me being had about like you know kit and what I can wear yeah, yeah. like that and I obviously don't really want to wear shorts like is there another yeah, option then yeah. my coach just started stuttering and I was like I don't I don't know what you're stuttering and he was like he's basically he basically essentially turned around and said you know I've never had a Muslim player on my team before I don't really know you know what to do and that kind of thing so it just shows that it it, it showed to me again that I, I was the first so now I have to now lay down the foundations and you know sort of let people understand how this how this can be done and admittedly yeah there's been times I've, I've, I've compromised I was you know I spent a period of time yeah, yeah. that wasn't wearing my hijab do you know what I'm saying and then eventually I had to go on my own journey to to you know really understand my religion yeah. really understand my beliefs and and put it back on again and that kind of thing and obviously that's something that I will never happen again type of thing so I think for me personally it was just about going on that journey and understanding that as long as you stand firm in your belief if that, if that door closes a better one will open for you it's not a problem yeah. Do you know how oh much God. this gasses me to see someone that actually sort of understands that as well? Because mm. I, I, I thought, well, I'll, I'll be I haven't come across someone that has mm. done amazing and has, hasn't compromised themselves in any way. Like you've done some amazing adverts as well. You've been in Nike adverts and you've been in this and that, but all of that and you haven't compromised your deen, who you are, what you stand for and what you believe in. 
Um, I think in terms of you having a purpose, I think you've, I think, hit the nail on the head in terms of just looking, like finding something like, yo, there's not enough girls that are playing football. We need to go play football. Did you struggle to like find provisions or sort of things that can help you grow in terms of, was there any struggles when you made the team? I think um, the most difficult one was just building connections. Because, you know, in football, football it's, it's a massive industry, but at the same time, it's very, very small. Yeah. And I feel like if you, just, if you know the right people, you can, you can get anything done, essentially. Mm. So for me, to start off with, it was just trying to build those connections and start to meet the right people and that kind of thing. So first thing I did was go into my own network and, and who I knew already. So, you know, there was a group chat full of, um, like, basically football coaches, like Somali football coaches, essentially. Like, yeah. Like, so basically, I literally dropped a message in there. And I was like, "Listen, I'm trying to start something for for, fe- for like, I'm trying to start a female team, essentially something for the women. Does anybody have any advice? Very simple statement. Yeah. Does anybody have any- four or five coaches came to me? Someone gave me advice on you know the the, the legalities and having and setting up as an organisation. Someone told me about where I can get facilities and equipment and you know how I should promote and that kind of stuff. And I just started to piece things together and. You know, whatever context they gave me, I went to that person, they passed me on to somebody else and then somebody else. And some of those meetings were pointless and didn't help me. And some of them, yeah, you know, have it. set me up with people that, you know, without them, I probably wouldn't have got into this position that I'm in now, essentially. So I feel like it's just about, it was just about for me building those connections. And it can be difficult because you'll get no's and you'll get, you know, people you have to chase up and people you've got to send follow-up emails to. And hi, yeah. I'm not sure if you saw them, you know, them <laughs> was like, Literally, you've got you've got to do all of that, but it's just about keeping your head held, held high and just understanding the reason you started all of this and that kind of thing. And yeah, and for later later on for me, the, obviously the more players and stuff that got involved, the, the more the expectation grew and the more responsibility on my shoulders grew because now it's not just about oh if I do this and it doesn't work out, it's just on me because now I'm I'm, I'm carrying a team, carrying a bunch of people that you know without me essentially wouldn't have nowhere else nowhere else to play and nowhere else to to go to to play their football. So it's yeah, it was a lot, but. It's, it was a blessing. I need everyone to deep how young you are though. Because it's not a thing of I've been going mm. on for like 10 years, coaching for 10 years, and now I can start up. No, it's a thing of I don't care how young I am. I don't care who's going to say anything. I don't. I might get a few no's, a few, a few like f- f- faces that are going to screw up on me, but I don't care. Um, that's, that is what really like pushes people to actually say, you know what? She doesn't care. Why should I care as well? And hearing, hearing like your experiences, what you've went through, it's sort of, it's like, like there's, there's girls out there that are almost exactly like you in the same position as like you, maybe even live in the same area as you. And they're looking at that and thinking, yo, like she got up, she started her own club. I might go start my own club as well. Or mm-hmm. I might go and I don't, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's whatever it's, the, the initiative to actually get up and go and do something which is which is really really inspiring in your in your case um about yourself like you yourself we talk about the team like do you like reflect do you um how do you go about basically learning more about yourself if you do yeah no um i feel like self <clears throat> self-reflection self-reflection and self-criticism are massively important things you have to be your your biggest critic you have to sit down and you know assess situations and okay cool what did I do right in the situation right what did I do wrong why why was it wrong 
okay, cool, how can I now rectify that? I can't rectify it, how can I do better going forward? And that kind of thing. So I think sometimes it's just, it's gonna sound really weird, but sometimes I promise you, like, you just need to chat to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds really mm-hmm. old, but there's, mm-hmm. like, there's, there's times where I could I could take a train or something for like a stop or two, I think, nah, you know what, let me just walk it. And I'll walk and I'll just, I'll just sort of be lost in my own thoughts and just have that moment of like introspection and just looking inside yourself and jumps in, having, having conversations with yourself. Um, and yeah, journaling is a big one. That sounds kind of... Do you, <laughs> do, you do journaling? Yeah, I think I've, I've started it recently, maybe the past couple of months, but honestly, it helps so much because right now I could go back and, and look at the the space that I was in a couple of months ago and think, okay, cool. So, you know, what have I done to change that essentially? How am I feeling now? Like just just checking up on yourself. I know there's all, all these all these tweets and, and messages about yeah, checking up on your friends and stuff like that, but, you know, charity starts at home. You've got to check up on yourself and, and figure out what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong and how you can improve. That's crazy because... With journaling, for me, this is me personally, and like, mm. I just, like, I, I would rather sit in my room and just, like, stare at the wall and just think. Yeah, yeah. And just, and just or in the shower, I'm like, raw and just think and just speak. And I'd rather mm. do that than journal because, for me, I can't mm. bother to write. <laughs> but that's personal. That's me personal. And I think I reflect in my way, you reflect in your way, just I think the message right now is go find a way where you can reflect, where you can actually think to yourself about yourself and think, "Raw, I was just in a coaching session right now. Mm-hmm. How did that go? Did I treat the players properly? Did I speak to them properly? Did I get my coaching points out there? Did I do this? Did I do that? Did I do that? It's, that reflection is, I think, what sort of makes you discover yourself almost um in terms of just any other experiences um i know you've had a few other experiences with with nike with adidas how was that tell us unreal i think is the only thing i can say like i i, I think as, as a kid like you'll be watching you know like wait wait, wait. Ad- hold, on, hold on hold on before you start were you in a were you in an advert with lebron james lebron james and and like I was, but I wasn't. Does that make sense? No, no, no. I'm saying you were. Well, just yeah. say, just say that you were. I was, but you yeah. were you were in an advert with LeBron James. Wait, I found out, but that was so funny. I was just on YouTube. <laughs> so I'm on YouTube. <laughs> oh, you watched stuff. the interview on YouTube? No, no, I was watching something. I can't remember what I was watching. I was watching something, and like an advert came on YouTube. On YouTube, it was a night. I said, "Oh, let me watch this. It's quite interesting." I'm watching it. I paused. I said, "Wait." <laughs> Wait, do they not tell you? <laughs> now, um, so I filmed. Like a, I did a shoot with them in January, yeah. and then obviously they used some of the footage from that to put into this shoot. Okay. I didn't know that. I, I saw obviously the original shoot I knew about. So I'm, I'm looking at this one. What was this? So hold on. Is that me? <laughs> <laughs> I know her. I know this woman. Who is she? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, nah, I but I think you never think about like as a kid, you're watching these adverts and stuff. You're just like, oh, that's so cool. Like this ad, this athlete and that person and this and that and like, all of a sudden it's you. Do you know what I'm saying? All of a sudden you're the one that's representing you know your community and stuff like that and it's, uh, again like it's a massive responsibility i think because you've got to do it right like yeah. if you're going to be one person to, to to represent you know a whole community then you've got to be you've, you've essentially got to hold the weight of that community on your shoulders mm. and it's 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 great it's fun it's a lot of fun basically <laughs> I think everyone at nike is, is amazing they're all, they're all good people's and it's just it's a really enjoyable thing and i hope to keep doing it you earlier on you t- you said that you had a whatsapp group with all the Somali coaches in your community. Mm-hmm. 
I think that is key as well. I think that's important because I can't tell you a group chat that has all the Iraqi thing in it, all the coaches mm. that are in Iraq. Uh, maybe there isn't many. I think mm. the, the Somali community is much bigger than the Iraqi community. I don't, I don't think, but it's still, it's, it's mm. something that we should do as even like me, you, like Muslim coaches, I don't think yeah. there's enough of a network like that. Um, that's also one of the reasons why I started what I'm doing right now. Um, because I wanted to network the people that aren't networking with each other. Um, maybe I'm, I'm missing the point. Maybe I'm missing out. Maybe I'm, I'm not seeing it in the right way. But from my side, it looks like everyone's a bit distant. I think when we work together, we, we celebrate each other and we support each other. It's, that's when your growth really like it's really like it amplifies itself um and you said that you, you sent one message in a group you got someone helping you with the with the legal stuff you got someone helping you with facilities equipment so i think building whatsapp groups with with and it doesn't have to be about coaches as well um i know you, you've got a group chat with coaches but i can have a group chat right now with me and then someone, my friend does business, and then his friend does marketing, his friend does yeah. this, that, mm. and that. And from what I, I start up a club, I need help with marketing. I just send out a message in a group saying, can anyone help with marketing and whatnot? And they'll give you the tips and tricks. And so starting what group chats, networking, trying to help other people will eventually help yourself. And obviously, that's now now it goes back to intention of okay you're going to help that guy out are you expecting something in return mm. if you expect something in return you're going to be disappointed i think yeah um 100%. so did, did did you get any did you reach out to the fa in, in at any point and sort of ask them for any support or yeah, i i reached out to my local fa now this is what happened so the group chat um basically they're obviously in that same conversation as there, there was one of the coaches that I ended up becoming really 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 good friends with um as a result of that message but um he he's UAFB coach so he he was um in contact with um someone at the FA kind of a guy and then that guy put me in contact with another amazing woman basically who you know she's really high up in the FA and that kind of thing so she obviously then dropped me a message I sat down had a meeting with her and basically sort of got that it built the network essentially like I, I can't sit down and say you know this and this and this happened but obviously like you know it gave me a point of contact for when you know if, if ever I need something like I can't even I don't even know how much equipment they've sent me at, at this point um with obviously us having like being low and stuff like that because football's trust me you run you coach football's go missing like <laughs> like, like like nothing honestly so now nah, yeah I did build a build a connection with the FA and and Honestly, it's, it's been amazing. They're great people as well. Um, or anyway, her herself, she's, she's an amazing woman. So, yeah, I think that connection is very important. But it's I think it's easier to make than you think. Even if it's not the actual FA, it can be, you know, your local FA, yeah. London, Middle Six FA, whoever yeah. it may be. So it's important to just, oh, well, like, honestly, all you got to do is send out an email. I feel like we mm. make things so difficult for ourselves yeah, to make it, it seem it. impossible. All you got to do is reach out to a person. What's the worst thing they can do? Yeah. Say no. Listen. Don't <laughs> anything, honestly. That's that's what I'm doing right now. I mean, I message you, like, this is yeah. my idea. This is my, this is what I'm trying to do. And you're like, yeah, hundred percent. Why, why not? And, and cause you saw, 
like a benefit with for yourself and you saw that as something that could actually help the community and whatnot you're like yeah 100 and that's i'm i'm very appreciative of that and, I, and i'm grateful for for your time in it um honestly with most people i feel like yeah a lot of people in positions similar to mine because me i, I don't think i don't think I've, I've i've made it any way shape or form but you know i'm trying to obviously work my way up but i feel like with most people they're, they're more than happy to, to pass on their knowledge they're more than happy to pass on yeah. whatever they've learned in their journey um because it because sim- for the simple fact that i would have liked hearing that from someone before me but i didn't yeah. so i need to be able to pass that on so people like you creating that platform for them to pass on that information is just as important as the work that we're doing and i hope you know that <laughs> thank you i appreciate your words um you said were you studying before you done before you started all this tell us about your situation tell us about the position that you were in were you in a like did you always feel like you were in a good position or were there times where you might have went through something that you know like I went through something and in the end of it I came out a different person or were you always the same person it was just an idea springed up in your mind and you just went and done it no I feel that life life comes at you fast <laughs> I feel that life changes you a lot um I was in my basically in the summer between I was in my first year of uni essentially when I started getting things going um, but the thing was, I moved out for uni. So I didn't live in London mm. at the time. So I went to uni outside London for first year, thought up the idea, got things going over the summer, actually, you know, piloted the project and, and started running the sessions. And then I got to the end of summer and I was like, okay, go back to I uni. don't go to uni. Yeah, am I going to go back <laughs> to uni? And so I had a choice to make then. And it was like, essentially, I could go back to uni and still try to run this from a distance where I could maybe put a pause on it or something. But if I if I do that, am I going to regret it? Am I going to think, have I put 100% into it? Do you know what I'm saying? I needed to be able to be in a position where I thought I, I can put 100% into, into this and if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But at least I know I don't have any regrets. So I decided to, wow. to, to the uni. Listen, yeah. The reason why I'm reacting like this is because that's exactly how I felt when I was doing my, like literally to the, the words that you said were exact. Because yeah. I was I was second, second year sixth form. UCAS came up, like, rush. Do I do I do engineering? What do I keep doing engineering or what? What do I do? Like, I'm I'm coaching and I'm volunteering. I want to do coaching. That's what I want to do. But bruv, like, if I do coaching, yeah, my dad get mad. He's gonna get angry. Like, what's going on? But then I was like, you know what? F this. I'm going at it. And I like because I I was watching Gary V. I don't know if you're watching watch him he's he he literally like he says all the things that you you need to hear he he said listen you're gonna be 50 60 there's the decision that you made you, you could have made and you could have done something that you like and if it went wrong you could have back went back to what you wanted to do or mm. what you need to do basically when you're 60 and you do engineering and you haven't done coaching because you thought it'd be a risk or you didn't want to upset someone how are you going to feel when you're 60 when you're 62 when you're 50 but when you're even 40 you're looking back and you're thinking what could have been the potential that is there i think people realizing their own potential and thinking yo like i could do really well in this and i'm good at it and and i like it why don't i do it and i think i think cultural barriers is what stops a lot of us from from moving Mm. forward so the fact that you said you're like I just I didn't want to regret what I was doing. It literally I think it resonates with a lot of people out there. So, um, 
thank you for that thank you for for your time thank you for all your answers really really insightful proper insightful i think a lot of people are gonna look at it and think well yeah i, I want to get up and do something now it will inspire a lot of people so i appreciate your time um so, it's a pleasure i hope everyone out there is listening and taking in what's been said and mm. yeah that's it from us that's it from me um let us know any questions any thoughts any comments let us know in the comment section wherever um dm us for any thoughts you have any 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 ideas even if you want to come on here and speak as well if you do a profession that you might want to come on here and speak about then feel free to do so but that's it from me anything last any last words ikra or is it a goodbye to you uh quickly i just wanted to say firstly thank you for having me on but secondly i think anybody listening if there's something you want to do, if there's, if there's, you know, a career you want to go into a profession and, you know, you see a person that's already doing it, possibly go and ask them. <laughs> the worst thing they can do is say no, but go and ask them. And if there isn't anybody that can give you the insight into that particular thing, go do your research, have a look, get involved in it because there's no better time than a person. You don't want to look back and think that you wasted time. You don't want to look back and think that you weren't happy with the life choices that you made. So just, just sometimes, honestly, just, just go for it. Like, there's, there's a saying that I say all the time in it, literally sometimes in life, there's no end to that sentence. I hope you know. Sometimes in life. What is it? And I thought it was like, sometimes in life you've got to do. Sometimes, sometimes in life you've got to life. do. You've got to do. Sometimes in life you've got to go to that motive when you have work in the morning. Sometimes in life you've got to <laughs> just enjoy what you want to enjoy. Honestly. So, listen, sometimes in life, just, just throw yourself in the deep end and just see where it goes because you might be able to swim, but you've never tried. Oof. Think about it. Oh, think Try about it. Ikra, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Um, Hope everyone's enjoyed and we'll see you in the next video. That's it. Oh, Ikra, man. I've got to give you a round of applause, man. <laughs>